Hey everybody, welcome to Hope For Our Times for our midweek update. And uh, first off, I want to encourage you as we are looking at world events and uh, just things keep happening that are a bit troubling. Uh, but I also want to remind you of this before we get going. New Year's Eve, December 31 at 5 p.m. at 412 Church in Southern California. We're going to be having a prophecy update. It's going to be at 5 p.m. California time. It's going to be a live audience. If you can make it, come on out, 412 Church, New Year's Eve, prophecy update. And uh, boy, do we need to be informed. And it always proves to be a fantastic time. And we live in interesting days. 2020 is about out. And 2021 is about ready to start. And I'm about ready to start with uh, talking about a few things, again, that we need to be mindful of. And I want to encourage you uh, to be prepared. Also, I want to ask you if you would consider sharing this video with any of your friends. And if you haven't already subscribed to this YouTube channel, uh, please do. It's free to subscribe and helps us to continue to get the word out to as many people as possible. Uh, so let's get going. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, the Apostle Paul wrote, For know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. Uh, folks, we are living in perilous times, but according to what the Bible tells us, the times are going to become more perilous, uh, more disturbing, more troubling. For men will be lovers of themselves. These are the characteristics of the last days. Men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good. Does this describe today and, and the characteristics that we are witnessing? Continues, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power and from such people turn away. I look and I go, that describes today. And then a few verses later, it continues, for the time will come when men will not endure sound doctrine. In fact, this appears to be written to people who went to church, who claimed to be Christian. Men, they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, and do the work of ministry. Uh, tell people about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Listen, I look at this and I think this describes where the church has landed in the Western world. Raising up teachers who would no longer tell the truth, but just make the people feel good when they would go there. Listen, these are last day's prophecies, the things I just read. And then there is this, 1 Timothy chapter 4. Now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies in hypocrisy having their con own conscience seared with a hot iron. 
forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving. In fact, uh, many translations actually translate that as a doctrine of the last days is commanding that people do not eat meat. Listen, let me put a few of these things together as we look at what's happening now and we look at what the Bible prophecies are regarding the last days. And let me tell you, remember this, Jesus told us to watch and be ready. Here, Paul even told us in 2 Timothy chapter 3, you be watchful in all things. Don't be deceived. And then we think of Matthew chapter 24, where Jesus gives us the first sign when the disciples asked him, what's the sign of your coming and the end of the age? He said, do not be deceived. There's much deceiving that is going on out there. Now check this out. Regarding this doctrine of demons in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving. Again, many translations translate that correctly as people in the last days will command that you cannot eat meat as if it makes you more holy when God says not so. Listen to this. Uh, This is from, uh, check this out. An Instagram post. I found this the other day because I like to follow, follow food Instagrams. This is from Steak World, Steak.World on Instagram. And I found this interesting. It says sensitive content. This video may contain graphic or violent content. So it was censored and you can check it out yourself. And I went and I said, well, I'm going to see what the video is. So I clicked on it to see the video. You want to know what it was? Real simple. It was a prime rib that was being cut up, sliced, and then cooked. That's sensitive content. This is the direction things are going. This is how exact the Bible is regarding the doctrines of the last days. When you look at climate laws regarding the last days, it's the same type of thing that's wrapped into the climate laws. Forbidding to live certain places, forbidding to eat certain types of foods, and then controlling all of the masses. Listen, I look at all of these things that are going on, and then I think of this, uh, H.G. Wells, who I've quoted here before, he was a visionary towards a utopian world, a world without God, a visionary that I would say was evil. Nevertheless, he wanted to see a particular world shaped up over a hundred years ago, he wrote these things, or a hundred years ago. H.G. Wells believed, listen to this, does this sound like the world we're living in now? Wells believed that in the near future, that in the future, excuse me, every person would have an identity number and the world brain would know all the basic facts about each individual. Think of world brain like the internet in a database. So this is about 100 years ago. H.G. Wells believed this. Every person would have an identity number. Does this sound like we're headed there? A special squad of elites would solve all the problems. Like many in this day, Wells believed that smart, emotionally uninvolved, scientifically minded people could solve anything if given the authority to do so. Think Bill Gates, think Anthony Fauci, think these elites that are controlling the masses and how everybody is going along with it. Unemotionally involved, but they can solve all the problems, get all the deplorables out of the way. Wells believed that most problems have only one solution and that without emotional entanglements, the elites would quickly see it. Another, the elites would have full access to the world brain's population database, knowing the whereabouts and basic data on every person in the world at all times. And 
people considered plain, dull, or stupid would either be exterminated or sent away to an abandoned island. This sounds like everything we are hearing about right now, a narrative that is being pressed upon us right now. The elites controlling everything, a database, an identification number. You can't do this, you can't do that unless you're identified and you go along with what the elites are telling us to do. He also believed, get this, that the elites would take on the job of rewiring the human mind. We are hearing that type of talk. Just with the vaccinations alone, uh, we're hearing that it's going to change our DNA and all these different things are going to happen with different types of technology. And you look, you go, wow. And then there's this. In his book, The New World Order, Wells wrote, countless people will hate the New World Order and will die protesting against the New World Order. I'm looking at what's going on right now, and people are not happy. In fact, we have a world right now that is divided, and I read a report the other day that just asked the question, will the United States have to be divided in order to save the United States? As we're hearing more and more talk about uh, states that are going to secede from the union. You look at this and you go, unbelievable. But let's put some more prophecy uh, into all of this. As we look at these things, consider this, because the Bible also talks about the last days when Antichrist is going to confirm a peace plan with many, with Israel and with many nations around it. So we've watched what's happened with the Abrahamic Accords with uh, President Trump and Jared Kushner and the Arab nations and Israel. Get this. This is just four headlines from just yesterday. Morocco to become first Arab nation to teach Jewish history and culture in schools. King Mohammed uh, VI declaration that he will normalize ties with Israel has had the impact of a tsunami, said the head council of Jewish communities in Morocco. Imagine that teaching Jewish history and culture in Arab schools. And then the UAE ambassador lights Hanukkah menorah. That was just from a couple of days ago. You look there, you go, this is unbelievable. These things are actually happening. Israel and Bhutan established diplomatic relations. Oman and Indonesia, likely the next country, uh, countries to force ties with Israel. And the list just keeps growing and growing and growing. Folks, Folks, we live in the last days, and we need to wake up to what is really going on. Let me give you another article. Vaccinated Israelis to get green passport, allowing them to attend events and eat at restaurants. Israelis who get the COVID-19 vaccine will be given the green passports that will enable them to do these things, says the country's health minister. And you'll look at this. In other words, you're going to get a free pass. You get the shot. You're going to get a free pass. You can live life perfectly normal the way that you used to. You'll be able to buy. You'll be able to sell. You'll be able to go to restaurants. Listen, this is the direction that we are going to in this world. However, there's a whole lot of resistance against these things at the same time. So what does the Bible tell us? That no one, the day is coming 
when no one will be able to buy or sell unless they receive the mark of the beast on their right hand or on their forehead, and that number uh, being the number of a man, 666. Listen, I do not believe the vaccine itself is the mark of the beast, but folks, we are being set up for everything. And I want to say this before we go further. I am reading a lot of news that I'm not reporting on because I want, when I report on it, I want to make sure that I can uh, be as accurate as possible. But there are some very disturbing things that are trending right now. And I cannot encourage you enough to be prepared. Uh, be prepared uh, mostly in your relationship with the Lord because there are things that are coming that are threatening to knock you to the right or to the left, threatening to knock you off the path. They're going to cause you to be troubled and wonder, when is the Lord really going to come? Can I really believe the Bible? Yes, you can, and you must stay the course. Listen, I want to encourage you. Do what the Bible says. You know, it's love one another. Love your family. Do the things that you know are most important. Take care of one another. I'm really troubled by what I'm reading, and I also know this at the same time, the Bible told us what to expect in the last days. Listen, we are going to the finish line. If you are in Christ Jesus, you are going to the finish line. We are going to get there, okay? But before we get to the finish line, we're going to see all these different explosions and different things are happening all around us that are going to threaten us, that are going to cause great fear, they're going to cause panic, they're going to cause people to surrender their freedoms. I believe it's going to cause more and more civil unrest, more and more protests, troubling things. So we need to stay the course. Love one another. Love your family. Christmas is coming. Make it count. Make your Christmas matter about the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the reason we celebrate Christmas, listen, I don't know what day Jesus was actually born. To me, that's important. But I'm going to celebrate the birth of my Savior, and I'm going to celebrate the fact that I'm a believer every single day of my life. Listen, worship the Lord, love one another, and then know this also. Let me close with this, a little bit of hope. Jesus said, Luke chapter 21, he said, when you see these things begin to take place, look up for your redemption draws near. Listen, folks, there's hundreds of prophecies in the Bible regarding the second coming of Christ. We are watching them, everything line up to be fulfilled. Peace plans, vaccines, numbering systems, databases, identification, can't buy, can't sell, on and on and on and on it goes. The threat of Russia and Iran against Israel, the list just doesn't stop. A, a coming a new world order, a globalist system, oppression. Listen, we need to be ready. The Bible told us these things. Look up for your redemption draws near. Draw near to the Lord Jesus Christ. Love one another. Do what matters. God bless. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.